Hello, everyone. This is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thanks for tuning in to uh, the USFL coverage of this podcast. We have a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, a lot of guys on uh, NFL practice squads we need to talk about. We got plenty of uh, free agency signings and league news to discuss regarding the USFL. Um, just overall, just a, a ton to uh, to go over. Um, I guess we'll kick it off with a free agency signing for the Pittsburgh Maulers. Uh, outside linebacker Dale Warren, uh, pretty pretty solid signing. I think he was there last year. Um, it'd be pretty awesome to see K. Avatizino come back. He was waived from the 49ers practice squad. Um, getting into some more overall um, just news regarding returning players, Kyle Slaughter has confirmed his return to the USFL regarding um, you know season three, but we do not know the team that he has chosen. Uh, it would be pretty awesome to uh, get that news in the coming weeks if possible. Um, I guess we can move forward here to just some practice squad signings for uh, the USFL to the NFL, obviously. Uh, well, USFL, former USFL players on NFL practice squads right now. Um, we can get into this here. Lorenzo Burns and Austin Watkins both signed with the Cleveland Browns practice squad. Austin Watkins deserves to be on the 53-man roster. It's good they kept him in the building because he is talented uh, and a very, very solid wide receiver and potentially a guy they might have to call upon this regular season. Lorenzo Burns, really good to see him uh, stick with the team for developmental purposes. He has high upside uh, for, for you know kind of a low-risk player, you know what I'm saying, in terms of management. Um, but really good to see both those guys stick with Cleveland and ride out their careers there for a season and see if maybe, you know, after this NFL season, you know, maybe they hop back on the uh, Birmingham Stallions. I'm sure they would be welcomed with open arms. Um, I guess another team, um, teammate of the, uh, of both those guys, Khalil Davis, defensive tackle. He was signed to the Houston Texans practice squad. Uh, showed out in preseason, had some good TFLs, had some good tape put out there for sure. He's a little bit more raw than anything, kind of that just run stopper. Really big guy, um, not the best power moves, and his footwork can be sloppy you know, at that level. But he was a dominant force in the USFL, and I'm glad they kept him in the building just for developmental purposes and potentially to call upon him as a rotational piece in the regular season or maybe even a depth guy. Uh, I'd really appreciate that, as well as a guy like D'Amico Ryan as their head coach, kind of looking fondly on some of those defensive players from the USFL. So shout out to Khalil Davis for, you know, kind of uh, sticking to it and making it to that next level. Wide receiver Devin Ross uh, was signed to the Las Vegas Raiders practice squad and then briefly, for a brief moment, and then he was let go. Um, but that made the he was the 100th USFL player in two seasons to be signed to an NFL team. So really good stat for them. Um, guys that went that were signed to practice squads before him uh, consist of another guy, uh, DJ Montgomery, wide receiver. Signed to the practice squad of the Indianapolis Colts. Really good to see him continue to stay with that Colts team. They do only have three wide receivers on their starting depth chart. So it's going to be interesting to see if a lot of these guys... Uh, on the practice squad up there, might get a shot of that wide receiver four and that wide receiver five position, uh, especially for a rookie quarterback. You got to be there and be sure-handed. So shout out to DJ Montgomery. 
Um, and obviously, shout out to Devin Ross. Uh, hopefully, he's able to get onto a, a, another practice squad here shortly. He's got the speed and the veracity uh, and, and really good footwork. So his ball catching skills can be a little suspect sometimes, but he is a burst player. Um, Josh Butler, cornerback, signed with the Dallas Cowboys practice squad. He had a big contract, and he's going to play out his you know, probably first season with them on the practice squad to see if he can work and develop into a better player, which I think he's already a really good corner. I would really like to see him potentially just grow and maybe even work his way into a rotational piece if needed during the regular season. Because that's the cool thing about practice squad. These guys have the ability to to move up from there as well. Um, another guy I want to just talk about here is defensive back Nemiah Shelton, signed with the New York Jets practice squad. Really showed out in the 2023 USFL season for the Memphis Showboats. Has the attributes, has the size, the length, uh, and, and has the speed and the footwork. He just needs to focus in on honing his defensive ability uh, and overall football IQ to become that next level player that I know he can be. I, I looked upon that signing as a really good one from the New York Jets, and I'm glad they're keeping him in the building. Um, another guy that got re-signed to a... A really good club, as well as you know, being coached by his dad, uh, Josh Peterson was signed to the Jacksonville Jaguars practice squad. Really awesome to see Doug and kind of bring his son back to not only develop as a player but just a professional in, in general. So that's going to be good for Josh Peterson. And you know what? I hope that if he's able to, maybe get back on the Gamblers uh, in this upcoming season because they definitely really enjoyed using him in their uh, offensive scheme. Edge rusher Levi Bell. Uh, is on the practice squad for the Seattle Seahawks. Really awesome to see that. He showed out when needed, um, especially in preseason, but definitely for the Michigan Panthers. Really, really good attributes on the guy. Looks like a football, NFL football player. Has that look to him. Has the speed, has the power moves, has the handwork uh, to be able to definitely be a, a third down guy, potentially, if needed, uh, kind of later on in the season, if there's injuries, of course. Um, wide receiver Caden Davis has made the Arizona Cardinals practice squad. Uh, shout out to him. He you know, was a special teams uh, burst guy for the Michigan Panthers. But now he's kind of utilizing his ability as a route runner. And he does have sure hands. So definitely shout out to Caden Davis for making the practice squad. Again, these guys are making life-changing moves here. The practice squad, you get paid an immense amount of money for a football player. You know, and, and when it's all said and done. Not compared to, obviously, you know, some of the stars... You know some of the legends and some of like the you know game day guys, but you get you know life changing money in, on the practice squad if you're you know trying to make a you know a go at it in football. But just in general, six six digits you can't complain. But uh, shout out to all those guys I just mentioned. Um, and like I said, 100 USFL players signed to NFL teams in two seasons. That just shows you that this league is working and it's ready to go. And I really you know can't say anything else regarding that. I know there was a couple words. Um, from Daryl Johnston himself, I believe, and if I, I'm going to pull that up briefly here, if uh, if possible, um, and let me just get into this. Uh, out of 31 of 32 NFL teams have signed a USFL player directly from one of their eight teams. That is awesome. Quote: There, are, there these are more than just numbers. They're individual success stories, and they prove that the USFL works and is here to stay. According to USFL President of Football of Operation Daryl Johnston, on the fifteen uh, on the fifteen players from the USFL 2023 season who remain on NFL rosters, that's really awesome to see. 
Um, and then again, shout out to all those guys. Shout out to Alex Magoo. Shout out to DJ Montgomery. Shout out to Josh Peterson. Shout out to Namaya Shelton. Shout out to Austin Watkins. Shout out to Levi Bell. Shout out to Lorenzo Burns. Shout out to Josh Butler. Shout out to Caden Davis. Shout out to Khalil Davis. Shout out to Matt, uh, Matt Hankins as well on the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Didn't talk about him. Um, and I did also want to briefly touch up on a guy that I really enjoyed watching in the second USFL season for the Michigan Panthers. If you're somehow listening to this, Levante Taylor, you were one of my favorite players I've seen in the USFL. Lockdown corner. Um, just overall a dog. Always had that mindset that they were going to win. They won when it mattered. Their defense really showed out towards the second half of the season, and largely because of him and Frank Ginda. I just really want to say, you know, shout out to him, and shout out to wherever his journey leads next. I know he, uh, he he's stepping away from football. Uh, he's hanging up the cleats. Just a guy I wish was able to stay in the uh, the USFL, but I really wish he did get a shot to the NFL. That may have changed his mind. Um, but I know, you know, obviously life takes people many different ways. So, you know, just definitely shout out to LT. Uh, Levante, just, you know, if you're out there over here at Tea Time, you got a lot of fans. Um, and, you know, I really do wish you the best in wherever you go in life, my friend. Uh, so shout out to him. Um, and then moving forward here, there's only a couple guys um, that made it to the active 53-man roster from this past USFL season. And it is Philadelphia, former Philadelphia star LeBron Ray, defensive tackle now for the Carolina Panthers who did show out in preseason, really showcased his attributes and his abilities as a defensive tackle. He does have bull rush ability. He does have that strength. He does have that veracity to be able to move guys back. And I think just overall, I think he will be a decent rotational piece for them on that starting lineup. Um, the next guy is kicker, former kicker for the Birmingham Stallions and former Notre Dame soccer guy, Brandon Aubrey. Uh, is going to be on the Dallas Cowboys this regular season. He's the only kicker. Um, on their roster, and he did make a 59-yard field goal in the preseason. So I think I think it's pretty safe to say that he is their guy going forward. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, I think this offseason for the USFL has gone a lot better uh, in regards to spotlight and publicity than season one's offseason. Um, and I think leading into season three here. We're going to be looking at a lot of more talent coming into the USFL because it did did show that, you know, if you go to the USFL, you have the opportunity to be, you know, broadcasted to NFL clubs and organizations and you might get a shot at game-changing money, game-changing status, and you might go play for a team you love and maybe you grew up watching. Fuck, I mean, if you're a USFL guy and you get to go play with a guy like Lamar Jackson or, or Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's an honor. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you get to go even just see them in practice, you know, minicamp, OTAs, all that shit, it's just an honor. And you got to embrace that opportunity for sure. Um, but again, so many really good headlines out of the USFL for sure. I think it's a growing league. I think it's going to last. I think it's built to last. And I think this offseason kind of proves it. I think more and more people are catching on to the drift that the USFL is the professional alternative league. It is here to stay. There's going to be plenty more transactions and movements from the uh, USFL probably going forward and even in into the season. You never know. Guys might have to get picked up, released. 
you know, there's so much more to talk about, but I know these episodes are probably going to be coming, you know, in a dime and a dozen, you know, because mainly, you know, the news will start slowing down since the regular season, you know, will be picking up here shortly. But I will be, you know, if there's any league news regarding big transactions with the league, maybe a first uh, team owner, maybe a new rebranded team, and obviously free agency signings as well uh, will be covered for sure. Um, But just, you know, obviously in a more condensed fashion, maybe one USFL episode a month going forward here. But I just wanted to briefly touch up on a lot of the guys on practice squads here, guys that, you know, survived practice, uh, the, the, the preseason and the offseason with their clubs that did get signed. Um, I'm glad I was able to cover the performances by a lot of these guys in a lot of these USFL coverage episodes. And I really hope anyone out there uh, uh, tuning into these episodes really enjoys them. Really hope that, uh, you know, if you you know didn't watch the USFL before, I hope that listening to these episodes were able to make you find some enjoyment in it and spread the love. Um, but again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. We cover the USFL very extensively uh, on this podcast and, you know, in, in this show. We all, you know, we all have tuned in, especially this past year. I've been watching every single game of the USFL since this modern day uh, this modern phase, um, and I really do appreciate you know what it's been able to do for players, what it's doing for players, what it's doing for coaches, referees, everyone a part of the game. It's growing the game in a good fashion, and I can only say nothing but high praise for that. Um, and I think there's a lot more to discuss regarding you know what it is going to be going forward. Is it going to be more able to work with the NFL regarding talent, you know, sending down guys? And I think it's going to be a good thing to see. Um, going into season three, if that's going to be sustainable, we just need to see obvious uh, viewership consistency, probably some cable adjustments. They need to take stuff off of uh, USA, their games off USA for sure. But that's another discussion leading into the season, probably a you know an entire um, you know kind of preview before season three. Uh, we'll do. We'll talk about all the logistics, all of the rundowns regarding, uh, you know, production, the USFL league news, all that good stuff. That'll all be covered um, at great length. And again, if you do like any of these players, make sure you show them some support on social media. You know, maybe go buy some USFL cards. Um, you know, maybe go uh, go up to them. At, you know, if you're at one of their practice games or. If you're out of practice and you see them, you know, make sure you tell them good job, man. These guys played a lot of football this calendar year, and they're going to play a lot more for sure. And it's just really good to see them, you know, keep grinding and keep putting in that effort to uh, to succeed. And it's great news for the USFL. Always a good headline to see a former USFL player make an NFL roster for sure. But it's just more good to hear that these guys are actually growing as people and as players. Um, and you just really, you know, learn to love that over time, especially with American football. It is a gritty sport, um, and you got to really show that appreciation for these guys putting in these hours for sure. But again, I pretty much touched up on all the guys that kind of made the practice squads, and you can kind of determine who didn't make it. Sadly, Kayava Tizino and Frank Ginda, Breland Speaks, guys like that were not able to make it. Uh, Frank Ginda definitely deserved it in his preseason debut. He had 10 tackles, which is just a Frank Ginda type thing to do. Double digit tackles in a game just all over the field. Um, just sadly, a lot of these guys just either don't have the NFL body type or that speed, or they just honestly lack the football IQ. But I really do believe that Frank Ginda should have definitely deserved uh, at least a practice squad nod. Um, but shout out to everyone from the USFL that put in all that hard work. 
uh, in season two, but also leading into the NFL season. I know you, uh, everyone out there wants to get into the NFL, but it takes a lot, and obviously players would understand that. And I think the cool thing about the USFL is that it at least created these opportunities for these guys to get into a club, get some tape out there, show what they could do. And if they, you know, obviously realize, man, maybe I can't get to this next level, you can get into the USFL and create a name for yourself, still play the game you love for only 10 weeks, 12 weeks in total if you make the playoffs and championship game. So it's really awesome to see that kind of take into fruition more and more. Um, And I really do hope some of the guys that didn't make NFL rosters come back to the USFL, get back on their teams, get back into the the training room and back on the practice field, put those reps in, get those in-game reps out there as well. And you can either get another opportunity, maybe a legitimate shot like Kevontae Turpin and Brandon Aubrey have, or you could still make some money playing football, the, the game you love. And I think that that's a genuine motivation for a lot of these guys you know, even if they know they're not getting into the NFL to that next level, uh, they could still play the game they grew up playing and laughing with and having the best time of their lives with, you know, and I think that's dedication, determination, but as well as passion. And I think that's important to discuss when we're talking about actual human beings regarding, you know, these players in sports and stuff. So definitely a, a lot to kind of mull over and go over regarding the usfl season two but make sure you check out all the usfl content we've done um, but we will have more usfl off-season coverage coming out but like i said just at a you know at a minimum rate um, but as soon as any big news regarding the usfl going into season three comes out i will be covering it don't you don't you worry trust me it is a big part of this podcast it's a big part of honestly my life i love the usfl i wait i wait for it every year now um, just like the nfl but uh, I'm really excited for just overall the players that were able to stay on practice squads, players that even you know were able to get that spotlight for a brief moment, if anything, got that call. It's good for them, you know. And if you didn't make the NFL roster, whatever team you were playing for out there from the USFL, get back to the USFL, get back on the grindstone, and you know definitely try and win that championship for the 2023 USFL season, season three, baby. It's going to be coming up. You know, obviously we have a. You know, two over 200 days left, but you know I'm still be still going to be uh, counting those days down for sure. Um, and shout out to uh, Case Cookus as well as Mark Thompson. He was actually on Twitter talking about how he's from Philly and how he wants to play for the Jersey or Philly team. So him and Case Cookus next to each other would be a disgusting offense. It would be so nasty. Let's make it happen. Let's get it going. Mark Thompson to the stars. That would shake up the entire league. Um, it would honestly equalize a little bit in talent, in my personal opinion, um, but that's neither here nor there. I think Mark Thompson on, on the Philadelphia Stars would be a very, very nasty offense, and we got to put some respect to it, and honestly, let's hope it happens. You know, Hopefully a big trade happens this offseason. I can't wait to talk about that. If there is a trade, hopefully soon, um, and hopefully we figure out what's going on regarding home team markets. Hopefully that news will be coming out shortly enough. Um, But again, like I said, I'm going to be right on top of this news for y'all. So make sure you're staying tuned into all of our social medias, especially our Twitter. Um, But, you know, make sure you're checking out these USFL offseason coverage episodes as well. We talk a lot about the players, obviously, a lot of news and free agency signings. Maybe a guy you were rebuilding a Madden team with or maybe you watched him at college a year ago, two years ago. Um, Who knows? But just this is a league that's on the up and up and definitely got to start putting some respect to it for sure. but yeah, no, shout out to all those guys on practice squads. Shout out to all the you, you know free agency signings uh, in the USFL as of late. 
there was only one guy I, ca- uh, I covered, you know, in this episode. Not many this past week, but uh, hopefully going forward we'll see some more acquisitions, especially for some of the Southern teams, because a lot of the news has been coming out of the North for sure. Um, but definitely shout out to everyone in the USFL for um, you know kind of making this league happen, especially the uh, Stallions, the Birmingham Stallions. Just the, the back-to-back is n- there's nothing better to do than to start a dynasty when the league emerges again. So I mean that's fucking awesome. And they might go back to back to back. They may go for that three-peat, and if they do, then they are the best spring football team ever. And that's just hands down a fact. So shout out to everyone a part of that organization. Shout out to everyone a part of the USFL for sure. Really love this league. Really love covering it. Really love talking about it. Really hope you all listen, like listening to, uh, you know, brief, you know, facts and you know, little updates about the USFL as well. Uh, and make sure again you are, uh, you know, showing that love on our social medias. It is greatly appreciated. And thank you everyone for tuning into this episode. This is Trevor, and this is the USFL offseason coverage. Signing off. Peace.